Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I am a divorced single dad, father of five kids, and welcome to my show. Hello and welcome back, family and friends. Uh, we have another interesting show for you today. The topic is going to be collection. Yeah, we, we collect a lot of things in life. So many things. You would not believe the things people collect. But I'm going to talk about it today because it can range from so many topics, so many things, so many items, so many trinkets. It's just amazing. It's really amazing. Before we do that, I want to say some words that go like this. A tree can carry the sounds of nature in a beautiful way. Just listen to a violin being played. That's right, a violin. Why, why is that prevalent? It's because a violin is made out of wood. And from this wood that was from a tree, people can make the most extraordinary music. Music that will make you melt. Music that talks to your soul. Music that makes you laugh. Music that makes you cry. Music is such an amazing thing. We, we, we might do a, do a show on music. That, that'd be something. But a tree can carry sounds. Not only the sounds of nature from the tree's leaves blowing in the wind, but actual music when it's carved by the hands of people. That being said, we're going to get on to the show. And like I said, our show is about collecting. And it's amazing what people collect. It's, it's just astounding. Now, when I was a kid, I used to collect a lot of things. Um, I would collect uh, stamps. And this was cool because this is something that my mom, she got me into. She knew this guy. His name was Mr. Map, amazingly enough. And we would have books and books of stamps. And every Saturday, I'd go to his house with my mom. And he would show me everything about stamps, different, diff- different things, just the way, the way they're made, the pictures on them, the meaning, which ones were rare, what kind of stamps to get, and what kinds of stamps to get specially. For example, you, you can buy stamps that aren't touched by human hands, so they rip them off with tweezers. <laughs> so that increases the value. Long time ago, there was a... Uh, I think it was a satellite called Skylab. And they had a four stamp series where there were these four stamps that represented Skylab. You put all the stamps together, it, it made a picture of Skylab, this huge satellite in the sky. I still have that. I think I have two two of those. So that would be eight altogether, eight stamps. But I, I, I like stamps. I like the art. And as we all know, I do children's books. And I went to school for animation. So I obviously love art. I find it very, very impressing. Impressive. <laughs> it's impressing on me, but impressive. So, you know, after I collected stamps, which I I, I stopped doing that uh, when I had my family, because when you have kids, you, you know, you have to cut back. And I'm, I'm going to explain that to you later. I would also collect coins. I used to love old coins. And working in a bank for ye- for over 10 years, you would see so much money. I would just say, "Hey, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna, if that's gonna get destroyed, can I buy it?" You know, just a lot of old money, old coins. Um, I I just find coins fascinating, and coins—it's it, amazing because coins can pass from hand to hand for over a hundred years or more. And to think what a coin has experienced, what a coin has been through, where it has been. 
How many wars? How many countries? Internationally. It's just amazing. Amazing. The thing about coins. So I, I collect coins and paper money too. So that, that, that would consist of money. So I know that when my Right when my dad was getting ready to pass, he, I didn't know he collected coins. He didn't have like a big collection. He had a jar full of uh, old coins and he gave those to me. And th those are really, really cool. I, I have like a, a nickel, a V nickel, which I had never seen or, or never even heard of. So that was, that was something pretty cool that my dad gave to me. My mom, on the other hand, maybe, maybe I got my coin collecting from my mom. My mom, she would buy these uh, booklets and fill them up with pennies. They would have the year, the date, and a, a little special things. My mom would collect quarters, and she still does. My mom is an avid collector. So i be honest with you, I, I think I, I, I probably have that bug from her. And the other thing I collected was uh, comic books. I love comic books. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm sneezing here. <coughs> oh, excuse me again. I feel another sneeze coming on, so hold on one second. <laughs> All right, I might be done. Um, so the, the reason why I'm sneezing is because somebody's, somebody's burning wood somewhere, and I have allergies, but the window's open, and I, I can smell it. So anyways, I would collect comic books, and I collected comic books. I mean, when I was a kid, I would collect them. Unfortunately, my dad didn't see the value in them and threw them all out. But um, I, I ended up collecting comic books and hiding my books when I was growing up. So he wouldn't be able to throw them out. And I, I still have boxes and boxes of them. And those are near and dear to my heart. They, they're pretty impressive. I have like old Superman comics, Batman, Flash, Impulse, uh, X-Men, and a lot more. Because I, I, I really did like it. And the fact that I love art. I would sit there and try to draw the comics. Because that, that's how an artist gets better. You, you have to, everybody says, well, you're copying it. And you know what I, I used to say? People say, well, you just copied that. That's all you did. I would, I would hand them the pen and paper and say, okay, you copy it if it's so easy. If it's that easy, go on and copy it. Art takes hand-eye coordination. Um, it, it takes a little bit of math, but it takes work. It takes more than practice. It, it takes a, a little bit of a skill level, skill that you have to, to work at and train. My mom, she's a master artist. She was trained by the best. My mom can draw pretty much anything. She's a more realistic artist, but me, I have no patience. I'm a fast artist. I get, give me the pencil and pen. I want to get it done now. Rush it. That's it. So I'm more, I'm more of a cartoonist, a doodler. But I, I, I could not hold uh, a flame to my mom because she's just beyond my skill level. My mom says you could be the same way. I said I, I don't think so. <laughs> There's no way I could, I could do that. Which brings us to people collect art. There's a lot of art collectors out there. So th that's pretty amazing too. When you collect things, it's, it's, it's amazing how many things people collect. My daughter, my youngest one, she is a collector. She reads a lot of books. And if you go up in her room, all you see from ceiling to the floor are stacks and stacks of books. And I go, are you serious? You read all these? She goes, yes, I do, Dad. I read all those books. And she does. She's an avid reader. Loves to read. One of my daughters, she collects shot glasses. Uh, she's over 21 now. But I, I, she, she might have started collecting them when she was younger. 
uh, probably 17 or 18, because she, she likes shot glasses. I, I, I think my mom probably got her started into that, because my mom, she traveled all over the world. And my mom started giving away a lot of her stuff to, to my kids, and I think some of them were shot glasses. And shot glasses can be really cool. It, it's, it's a memory that says, hey, I was here, and it's a reminder. And it, it's really cool. Now, my dad, let me tell you something my dad. My dad, he, he didn't really collect things, but I remember I had a couple baseball cards, and he took them, of course. I wasn't really into baseball, but I did try to collect a few. So they, does he collect? I guess those four cards, four or five cards he took from me, he collected. Yeah, not, not that he got them himself, but he collected. So the thing about... Um, collecting is there are so many things and collecting can be a hobby from coins to baseball cards my youngest daughter she's she's into vinyl records she's really vintage she's like an old soul and she loves vinyl records and I say I grew up with vinyl records but now they got digital recording which is so much clearer but she just loves that crisp um what is it, crackling sound when the vinyl record plays. It gives us some authenticity, and it gives us some vintage. So that's something something she likes. And I do remember when I was younger, there were people who collected movie posters. They would collect a lot of them. Um, especially, I, I remember one that stuck out, The Return of the Vampire. <laughs> it's like a, a, a cat vampire. Uh, I, I think that was released before in 1940. And un- unlike comic books or coins, movie posters were never really sold to the public. Instead, theaters owned these, and they rented them for a limited time, displaying them in their lobbies, and they sent them along with to all the theaters. So as a result, you know, a few of the very early posters, some of them did, did survive. And those that did not, are now sought after by films and fans and movie lovers all over the world. When I was younger, my mom said she liked Barbies. In fact, she has a Barbie. I, I don't know the whole story, but I, I think she, she my mom was working somewhere. I'm going to have to get the story for you, but this is from my point of view from what I remember because she told me this a while ago. She had worked for a company, and I think the makers of Barbie came in and said they were going to give them all Barbies, and you can dress them up any way you want. So my mom said she wanted her Barbie dressed a certain way, and they, they made the little outfit for her. My mom loved that, loved that Barbie. I don't know if she had one or two, but my mom also collected Raggedy Ann dolls. Uh, she ended up getting an old cabbage patch. I had two cabbage patches, but when I got divorced, I lost the house. I left them at my old house. That was a grab-and-go kind of moment there um we had to get out but people do collect dolls um, i remember when i was a kid i had a bunch of gi joe men and the six million dollar man I, I i used to I, I used to love that and all my toys because there are toy collectors too toy collectors all over the world and these guys collect everything when it comes to your child your child may definitely want to start collecting and if your child does want to collect, you you know you can tell them, hey, what, what exactly are you interested in? Or if you get them toys for the holidays, then they can keep them and collect those. It's great to have stuff from your childhood. Great where you can reflect back and say, hey, this is what I got when I was a kid. This is one of the amazing things my parents gave me. This is one of the things I bought on my own. 
and I collect them. A friend of mine collects uh, Hot Wheel cars. He has walls and walls of Hot Wheels. He goes crazy over them. He just lo- he loves cars, and it's amazing because when I was at my last job, he would he would bring in a lot of his collectible cars and show everybody and say, "Hey, this is what I do. This is what I like. These are the cars I like, and I find them very impressive." He, I don't know what he's doing today, but I'm sure he just keeps buying them up and buying them up. I, I remember buying a bag full of cars I had seen at a tag sale, and I said, oh, he'll, he'll love these, and I, I gave him a whole bag full of them. These were like old cars, but I, I didn't collect them, but I knew he did, and it meant something to him. So when you have kids, you can always be on the lookout for, for things like that, especially when you have friends. You, if you know your friends collect toys, you know what kind of toys you say, hey, I, I, I was out, I saw this at a tag sale, I saw this at a fair, I saw this at a flea market, and I thought you might like this. You know, whether it's for your kid, your friend, your family, your neighbors, it's good to, to encourage people to collect them. Now, I'm going to tell you something, something really strange. <laughs> when I was a kid... We would we would have like GI Joe men and 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 dolls like that. I would play with, um, but now they have these things called Funko Pops, and these are among the best things to collect for the future. Supposedly, I mean, if you've never heard of Funko Pops, they're they're vinyl toys that show celebrities or characters from movies and TVs. And while many of these pops are mass produced, others are limited editions. So some of these rare figures can be worth a pretty penny. And a Chewbacca pop release was exclusive during uh, 2011 San Diego Comic-Con. And it went for, get this, $2,700 on eBay. That's right. So collecting can be very valuable or collecting can be something for fun where you, you don't really care about the worth of it. You just care about hey, this is what I like, this is what I like to collect, and that's the end of the story. So they have uh, something I, I didn't know about, and this is sort of, I don't know if people really do this now, but they have vintage tableware, which um, are lovers of things from like flea markets, like antique stores, you can get these, garage sales, and Vintage tableware. I mean, when I hear that, I'm like, are you serious? It, it includes like crockery, cutlery, glassware. And they're usually, these cupboards are usually overflowing with mismatched plates and chipped cups, but they still are always, people are still always looking for stuff like this. Whether they're hand painted mugs, that they can add to their collections because they love them. Now, oh, let me tell you this. Do people still do this? Refrigerator magnets. That's right. My mom, I can go downstairs right now. I can show you. My mom has all these refrigerator magnets on the refrigerator. And I'll be, be honest with you. When I was a kid, I remember having an alphabet with mag- magnets on them. And my mom would put them up on the refrigerator. And me and my sisters, we would walk by and make words out of them. So they were refrigerator magnets. And those were pretty amazing. When you meet a famous person, what do people do? They're so starstruck and awe-ridden that the first thing they say is, can I have your autograph? Well, now they probably say, can I get a selfie? But some people do say, can I 
have your autograph. And you know what? Maybe they do say, can I get a selfie too? People collect that, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they collect pictures of saying, hey, I'm with this famous celebrity and I got his autograph. I got his autograph and I'm a famous celebrity. So they're a big part of the collectible culture. And that's due to society's current fixation on celebrities. And many fans are obsessed with obtaining signed memorabilia of their favorite stars. Now, the stories of meeting their on-screen idols are always something. And it's a thrill of the hunt only to intensify with each autograph they inspire and acquire. And when they get a selfie. Because a selfie is amazing. Now, you can get a selfie. You can take a picture of you and your favorite star and put it all over the internet so everybody can see it. And everybody's like, oh my God, look, they're with this person or they're with that person. They, they, they got a picture with Taylor Swift. They got a picture with Quincy Jones. They got a picture with Denzel Washington. They got a picture with the president. I mean, it, you know, the list doesn't stop, especially now that everybody has a phone and you can take a picture anywhere. Anywhere, anytime, any place. This is just, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it, to, to me, it's just truly, truly amazing. How amazing collecting autographs and pictures can be. I, I tell my kids, I say, guys, it's always good to collect stuff from, you know, if you want to collect bookmarks, first editions of rare books, candy wrappers, Dried flowers and plants, because people do that, or or postcards. You can get you collect old magazines, oil cans, perfume bottles, who, tattoos. People love to collect tattoos, and do it. I don't encourage my kids to do Zippo lighters, but you know there are lighters out there, and and you know pipes, tobacco pipes. People smoke matchboxes, ashtrays, snow globes. Old photographs, watches and clocks, guitar picks, fountain pens, whatever they are, they can be your favorite thing to collect. And those favorite things can be really, really amazing. And I always tell my kids that. I say, if you want to collect something, do it because you like it. Don't do it because you have to, but do it because it's something you are interested in. Because collecting can be fun. Collecting can be for everyone. That's right. So go out there and encourage your kids to collect. And if you have friends or family who like to collect, hey, help them out there. <laughs> they would enjoy it. They would, they would welcome it. Welcome a fellow collector. And now, it's story time. A father is shocked when he discovers this horrifying letter from his son. A father was passing by his son's bedroom. He was astonished to see the bed was nicely made and everything was picked up. Then he saw an envelope on the bed. It was popped up prominently on the pillow. It was addressed, Dad. With the worst premonition, he opened the envelope and read the letter with trembling hands. Dear Dad, it is with great regret and sorrow that I'm writing you. I had to elope with my girlfriend because I wanted to avoid a scene with mom and you. I've been finding real passion with Stacy, and she is so nice. But I knew you wouldn't approve of her because of her piercings, tattoos, tight motorcycle clothes, and because she's so much older than I am. But it's not only the passion, Dad. She's pregnant. Stacy said that we will be happy. She owns a trailer in the woods, 
and has a stack of firewood for the whole winter. We share a dream of having many more children. Stacy has opened my eyes to the fact that marijuana doesn't really hurt anyone. We'll be growing it for ourselves and trading it with other fellow people in the commune for all the cocaine and ecstasy we want. In the meantime, we'll pray that science will find a cure for her because she's very sick. Don't worry, Dad. I'm 15 and I know how to take care of myself. Someday, I'm sure we'll be back to visit so you can get to know your many grandchildren. Love your son, Joshua. P.S. Dad, none of the above is true. I'm over at Jason's house. I just wanted to remind you that there are worse things in life than the school report card that is on the kitchen table. Call me when it's safe for me to come home. <laughs> kids, kids, kids today. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can download any of my past podcasts morning, noon, and night and hear it all over the internet. It'd be great if you could hear what I have to say. So that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening today. It's been great. And don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. It's free. Don't be a jerk. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, tell your child you love them and you will love them forever, Dad. Hey, thanks for joining me here today. We'll do it again next time. I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well, be kind, be back, peace, and I will see you later. Bye.